Now here is the top news stories of the day with Larry Hardesty. And going, we begin with Sal Palantonio. He was on DiPietro Canty and Rothenberg today. And they asked him, so what should the Jets and Giants do in the draft? If I were Dave Gettleman or Joe Judge or Joe Douglas or Adam Gase, I would find me a quick twitch wide receiver who could get open for Daniel Jones or Sam Darnold quickly, beat press man coverage. And Chris, I know you're looking at film study. What are teams doing as an antidote to this trend in the NFL? They're playing single high press man coverage because they know the quarterback wants to get the ball out of their hands quickly. And if I were Dave Gettleman, I'd try to move down a few slots and then I'd snatch a wide receiver. I'd I'd snatch Jerry Judy and make everybody forget about OBJ because I think this guy has what it takes to be an NFL receiver right away. Well, I don't... (laughs) Uh, thank you, Sal Pal. You got a better shot selling that to Joe Douglas than you do Dave Gettleman. <laughs> Dave Gettleman is taking, he's, he's either going offensive line or he's going defense. He's not going wide receiver going. I just don't I, see I it. I like how he's like, he, to make him forget about OBJ. Trust me, <laughs> Dave Gettleman has already forgotten about OBJ. <laughs> he forgot about him 10 seconds after he was out the door. Yep. That's for sure. That's for sure. On the Michael K show today, Bart Scott who's normally on from 1 to 3 with uh, his sidekick, uh, Alan Hahn, was asked about New England. And this is something uh, we talked about a little earlier, Gordon. And he was asked, is New, is New England a fun place to play? It is the worst thing ever. I know plenty of people. I can name Adelius Thomas, Marquise Cole. I can name names. I got receipts of people that I played with at other places. And Adelius won a Super Bowl with the, the Ravens. He went to New England, he, and he played well in the Super Bowl. They lost. He absolutely hated it. Really? What's bad about it? It's miserable. It's no fun. Like, dude, just berate you. I mean, they got conditioning afterwards. You know what I mean? You saw that. You see, all you have to do is to see how uh, a glimpse of what New England's like is look at all the, the rumblings of you hear the assistants that come and try and create that same environment other places. The only reason you can do that in, in that environment in New England is because the best player on the team buys in and allows you to do that. No different than how Tim Duncan and, and, and David Robinson allow Popovich to do that to them. Well, but now, Kawhi Leonard was like, listen, Kawhi Leonard was like, you ain't going to be talking to me like that. You know what? I'm out. Peace. How about that? It is very helpful, Gordon, that the best player Absolutely. buys into whatever the coach is selling, isn't it? <laughs> Absolutely. If you don't have that, you're screwed. Yep, especially in the players league. And the NFL is not really a players league, but no. it's, you know, it's it's now that they've gotten more and more things with the less practices and the, you know, less time with the no more two a days and all the other stuff. Uh it you really have to make sure, especially when you're a young coach like Joe Judge is, that doesn't have a lot of experience and nobody really knows he's not a coordinator anywhere. He's really going to have to sell the room, okay? That his way is the right way. And so that's going to be the key thing for them this season. Look, if this season takes place as scheduled, considering everything that's going up against him, I think Joe Judge has one of the most difficult coaching jobs in NFL history. A first-time head coach, a first year with a new team, trying to instill a new system, a bad team that he's taking over. This is a very tough challenge for Joe Judge. Yeah, well, you know what? Gordon, Bob Costas on ESPN 1000 in Chicago says Judge don't have to worry because he doesn't expect team sports in 2020. I think there's a very good chance. None of us knows for sure. It's all guesswork. I think there's a very good chance that there will be no 
team sports at all in America in 2020. No continuation or conclusion of the hockey or basketball seasons, no baseball season, and no NFL season. Mm-hmm. I think college sports, college basketball, college football are definitely out because uh, in many cases there won't be any students on campus at all, and these are not salaried employees. They have no union. They have no protections. Just can't do it. Um, is it possible that baseball could resume? Yeah. And every commissioner in every sport has to have contingency plans, best-case scenarios, worst-case, and everything in between. Hmm. Interesting. Well, Adam Silver held a conference call talking about the NBA, and he was asked, is starting the playoffs upon return an option? Absolutely still an option. I mean, everything is on the table. I mean, it's clear that if we were to resume play, we're looking at going significantly later than June, which is historically when our season and draft would have been completed. So the direction that the league office has received from our teams is, again, that all rules are off at this point, given the situation we find ourselves in and that the country is in, and that if there is an opportunity to resume play, even if it looks different than what we've done historically, we should be modeling it. Now, he admits that the owners want the season to resume if it's safe for players, but admits there's still a lot of uncertainty. There's a lot of data that's, that, that all has to be melded together to help make these decisions. But I think that that's part of the uncertainty. I think we're not even at the point where we can say if only A, B, and C were met, then there's, if there, then there's a clear path. I think there's, there's still too much uncertainty at this point to say precisely how we move forward. I'll add that the underlying principle just remains health, safety, and well-being of NBA players and everyone involved. I mean, that, that we begin with that as paramount, and then the decision tree moves forward from there. Okay, so with that in mind, are you ready to make a decision upon your return? I would say the sense of our board was that the safety, health, and well-being of our players, coaches, fans, everyone involved in our game is paramount. And that based on the reports we've got from various outside officials, current public health officials, and Dr. Ho and, and Bob Iger, that we are not in a position to make any decisions, and it's unclear when we will be. So are you saying the season won't restart? Again, no. I don't mean to send any signals about the likelihood or not of restarting the season. All I can say is we're still at a point where we don't have enough information to, to make a decision. Hey, Gordon, you know what? Re- remember uh, one o- uh, talk show host 101, you never say you don't know? <laughs> right. <laughs> Sounds like he just doesn't know. <laughs> it would be completely irresponsible at this point for Adam Silver, given the situation, to be able to give you any details of one he might know. That, I mean... It, how I don't understand why people are still asking him questions. Nothing has fundamentally changed enough. And I get that every single day you want answers, you want answers, but not much changes from day to day. This is much more in weeks to weeks. And unfortunately for the NBA, unfortunately for everybody, but it's certainly with their, their, their ticking clock, it's going to be a month to months. So look, I don't think you don't think that the NBA is ever going to be able to resume the schedule. 
I'm hoping that baseball will be able to play sometime this summer. But I think by the time, I don't think you could have even a faint idea until you get to the end of May, beginning of June. That's when I think, it, with the way things seem to be going, we'll have an idea, and that will be kind of, for the NBA, a drop-dead date. I agree. You know, the NFL draft is right around the corner. I mean, it's just a couple of days away. And we here at 98.7 ESPN celebrating the return of football with the draft challenge. By correctly predicting the results of the first 11 picks, you can win four. That's right, four tickets to the Jets' home opener, plus the jersey of the Jets' first pick. To enter, text DRAFT to 44202. That's DRAFT. 44202, followed by your picks listed 1 through 11. We'll assign the point for every correct pick and two points for a correct Jets and Giants pick. If you think there'll be a trade, just use the word trade for that pick. It's all from your home for the NFL Draft, 98.7 ESPN.